Welcome to Today She Is. I'm your host, Heather Ashley Jones. When a woman knows her power, she is unstoppable. The fact that there is only one of you in this entire universe is pretty spectacular. Now is a time for women to awaken their power and show up as the leader they were born to become. When you step into your full power, not only do you dramatically transform your life, you will transform the lives of those around you. My mission is for every woman to know your divine worth and the power you have to show up as a true leader you were meant to become. Hello. So today I wanted to talk about projection and how a lot of times people will show up in our lives in a way that they're not entirely capable of or proud of, or there's just moments where people are in their stuff and you happen to be the person that gets all of the drama or all of the rage or whatever it is. I wanted to talk about projection and how it can be showing up in your life and you don't even know it and how you could actually be the one projecting and not even realizing it as well. So I wanted to tell you guys a little story, a little situation that happened between me and my sister. Love her. Have her permission to share this story because we have made amends. So let's jump into it. So we are part of this amazing co-op. We homeschool our kids um, brand new this year. And my sister volunteered to have her home be one of the locations that we teach our younger children. So this was going to be my first time teaching the elective and I had everything prepared. Um, I was planning on using a couple of her dishes and when I arrived, you know, it was great. We were having fun. I was setting up my supplies Well, my sister realized that I didn't bring or I didn't have scissors and we were doing a sewing project. So she's like, are you going to need scissors? And I was like, yeah, is that okay? So I could tell she was frustrated didn't think much of it. She went and grabbed the scissors. You know, it was great. Well, then we got into the next activity. We were making edible slime. So I was like, Hey, I need to borrow a couple of your bowls. And she was like, okay. So then she grabbed a, a couple of bowls. We made slime. It was great. Um, but then there was this huge mess. So I sent all the kids outside cause I was going to clean up. And you know, as I was cleaning up, I made I didn't make them. I bought them some yummy jello because they couldn't necessarily eat the edible slime, even though it was edible. It was disgusting. So I bought them some chocolate puddings. So I got out the eight chocolate puddings and I said, or I asked my sister, or she noticed that I didn't bring spoons. And she's like, You didn't even bring spoons? So that is when the energy escalated. And I said to my sister, I said, It's just eight spoons. Like I can wash them. Um, and I didn't think even think to bring spoons. Well, in that moment, this is where projection is going to happen. So my sister had been dealing with previous situations with other teachers that were not prepared at all. And it was frustrating for my sister because as she's using her home and she's going to be there, it is not her job nor her responsibility to prepare for the entire day of classes. And she was just getting really overwhelmed with people not bringing their supplies and then having to show up. And of course, she's dealing with her own life and her own stresses and being a mom and and we're doing this, you know, homeschooling thing on our own. And she's teaching two other days just for her children. And so there was a lot of things that were building up inside of her. And this gave her the perfect opportunity to project her emotions and her feelings. Now, a lot of times when we get to this point of projection, we are not in a very 
um, reactive state were in a reactional state. So she became reactional. And of course, I was feeling that in um, reactional energy. And so what did I do? I became reactional as well instead of reactive. And of course, I was holding my composure a little bit better. And I think that condescending tone and quite quiet kind of reaction just triggered her even more. And she's my younger sister. I know how to push her buttons. So long story short, she blew up, said some very hurtful things that I know she didn't mean in the moment, but that was a projection of something way bigger that was going on inside of her life. But those couple of little things in my mind were really big things to her. She wasn't, she didn't feel like she was being heard. She didn't feel like she was being seen. And so in that moment, she let me know. So I told her in a a very calm, calm way. I said, you know, we should have this conversation another time because I could feel that that energy was leading to something where there wasn't going to be a resolution. So when you are having conversations and you can tell that this is not going somewhere and you're not in a good place, it is okay to say, hey, we're not going to resolve things in this way and maybe we should come back to it in a later time. Now, her being my younger sister, I did say that, but it was in a tone that wasn't receptive. It was a tone that was more condescending. So of course she's like, no, I want to talk about this now. So the reason why I bring this up and bring up this story is because as I was thinking about it, most people who react that way It is not because of you. It is not because of that specific situation. It is because they are bringing to the table so many things that we are not seeing, that we are not understanding. And so that is a projection of how they were feeling. Now, another story to kind of show how people can be projecting. So I had worked years with this girl and she was the most high stress person you could ever work with. And she had to have everything perfect, meticulous. She was what we call a micro manager. So if you didn't do things her way, she was going to tell you. If you weren't showing up the way she thought you should be showing up, she was going to tell you. She was always on her case. She was a very rigid person. Um, and she you know, she excelled a lot in what she did, but she always took over conversations. She tried to always take over projects. But you see, if you take a step back and act, why is she projecting this way? Why is she acting this way? It's because she did not have control over her own life. And once I got to know this person on a more personal level, I saw, you know, she was much older. She wasn't married. She didn't have any children, which is not to say that that makes you a person who doesn't have control or doesn't have things in your life, just for her, those were very important things that she hadn't accomplished yet. And so because she couldn't control her marriage, she couldn't control having children, she couldn't control all these things happening in her life, at work, she made sure that she had control over everything. So in our lives, when we can't control something or we are having a hard time, we show up in a way that's going to protect us because all we are doing as humans is trying to feel love, validation, 
value and worth. And if we don't feel that, or if we're feeling unbalanced or uncertainty, we're going to do everything in our power to protect ourselves. So she showed up at work as this very micromanager person because she couldn't micromanage and control what was going on in her life. So she made sure that when she was around other people, she was going to control all the areas that she did have authority over. I'm hope I'm hoping this is making sense to you. Because the moral of this conversation or what I'm wanting you to get out of this conversation is if people are showing up in your life in a certain way, the best thing you can do for that person and for yourself and for your relationship is to see where are they coming from? Why are they acting this way or treating you this way or talking to you this way? Now there's Definitely narcissists in the world who no matter what you do, no matter how you try to see their perspective, they're always going to be right and they're never going to change. And the thing is, is we don't have relationships to change people. And that was the biggest thing. If I can just sidetrack real quick, that totally transformed my marriage with my husband. When I realized that I was not in a relationship to change him into somebody who I thought he should be, it changed everything for me and it changed our relationship. I was able to love him more, appreciate him more, see him the way God sees him. And it took this pressure off of me to change him. It took this feeling of relief. Like I was so relieved when I realized that I could just love him where he was at. And I had all these really high expectations on how our marriage should be and how, you know, he should be showing up. And, and how do you think I was showing up in his life? Because I had these expectations of how he should be. I was projecting an ideology onto him that he didn't want to be a part of. So how many times are we projecting on people, our family members, our loved ones, because we have an idea of how they should be showing up in our life. So there's two different ways that we can look at projection. How are we showing up? How are we projecting our issues onto other people unintentionally? Sometimes we do know. And how many times are people showing up in our lives broken, hurt, scared, afraid, whatever it is, and they're showing up in our lives First of all, for us, right, to see how we can change our lives, how we don't want to be or how we can be better. And we have the opportunity to then change our story, change how we project. So that moment that I had with my sister, it was really powerful for me because I knew what was happening in those moments. I knew that there was way more to it than the spoons, right? I knew there was way more to it than me using a couple of dishes. And I knew that my tone was going to set her off. I knew all those things. So when we were able to kind of take a step back, give ourselves some, some space, I went to work, she finished teaching, you know, she was able to come back in, in a space of, of understanding and, and apologizing and And I too 
then was able to apologize and and take accountability for my part in the conversation. And there's another piece to that, forgiveness. How many times do we allow ourselves to forgive others and take accountability for our part in the, the situation or our part in the conversation? Are we willing to say, hey, you know what? I didn't show up the way that was loving. I didn't show up in a compassionate way. And that's a huge step in a positive direction is how are you showing up in people's lives and are you taking accountability for how people are treating you? Whether that's, are you taking accountability that, hey, I'm showing up in this person's life and they're treating me horribly over and over again, or am I going to set those boundaries and say, hey, I'm willing to show up in your life, but you're not allowed to talk to me this way. And that's one thing that my sister did. She took ownership of that situation and said, hey, listen, that was unacceptable. I shouldn't have acted that way. You know, and the reason why I acted this way is, you know, because of of these things that were going on, but it was still unacceptable. And then I was able to tell her, you know what, Shannon, I, I showed up in an unacceptable way too. I didn't show up in a loving, compassionate way. I could have very easily said, you know what, Shannon, I'm so sorry. Like, I didn't realize that this was going to be so hard on you. Should we talk about it? Because I love you and I don't want this to be a stressful thing for you. You know, for me, it was just, you know, a few couple things I was needing. But for her, it was this big ordeal. And that's okay. And I had to realize it's okay for people to set boundaries for themselves that might not be in alignment with your boundaries. I'm a very easy to go person. I just kind of go with it in the flow. If things don't work out, like that's okay with me. But for my sister, she doesn't work in alignment with that. That is not where her boundaries are set. She needs more structure. She needs a heads up like, hey, it's okay if you use my things. I just need a little bit of a heads up for my own personal, what's the word? She just needed that for her. And you have to be okay with people setting their own boundaries and realize it's not about you. It has nothing to do with you. I have, I've had to set very strict boundaries for myself. And if somebody's offended because I have a boundary for me, guess what? That's not my problem. And vice versa. If somebody sets up a boundary and they tell you that and they share that with you, if that hurts your feelings, you have to go do some personal inner digging and be like, why am I so offended that they had set this boundary? But when you take a step back and be like, I'm proud of you. That's awesome. You set that boundary. Like, you know, even though that's not something I need to set, I'm grateful that you are realizing for your own personal mental health, for your mental wellness, that you were able to set those boundaries. So the best thing you can do for yourself is to see where are relationships showing up in your life, who's projecting, and be a person analyzer. Analyze people. It is incredible. I can truly pinpoint someone and tell you exactly what's going on in their life because of how they're showing up, how they're projecting, how they're talking to me. Are they talking to me or are they talking at me? 
how are they inviting me into their inner circle? Are they inviting me or are they excluding me? And all these things are tell, 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 tell signs about them, not me. If somebody excludes you, it has nothing to do with you. So as soon as you can take yourself out of these situations and really evaluate what what does this mean for me? What does this mean about them? So I'm going to share one more little tiny story and then I'm going to end this episode. So I had a client and she was talking about this amazing opportunity she had to get together with a bunch of influencers and they had had this party once before and, and she knew she wasn't invited and she didn't really care because she's like, I don't need that in my life. Like I'm not doing the things that they're doing. It's not really going to bring value to my life at this moment. Well, this year she was invited, but kind of backhandedly invited by, Hey, I, they're, they are allowing us to invite someone, but you, it has to be approved and they might be full. So now there was an opportunity to go, but it was kind of rejected. And so this person was feeling like, man, I really want to go, but do I really want to go? Like, is it going to bring value in my life? Is it going to be something that's going to be fulfilling to me? And in that moment, I realized, okay, what are you projecting and what are they projecting about you? What does that mean for you if you aren't invited or you are invited and how are you going to show up? You know, I've had, I've been in situations too, where I've been surrounded by people and I felt so inferior to these people because of the way I was feeling about myself. So then I was projecting this energy of I'm not good enough. Um, should I even be here? And, and, you know, people can feel that energy. But if somebody was aware of that, they could, they could see why I was feeling that. They could understand that this isn't the Heather I know. Why? So I want you to, in your life, also be aware of situations and see what you're trying to do in that situation. Are you seeking validation? Are you seeking approval? Um, when you set expectations on people, why are you setting those expectations? When you're talking to people, why are you talking to people in that way? So there's always a story behind every personality, behind every character, behind every conversation you're having and how that conversation is being led and received. We are all powerful people and we have the power to transform and change our lives. And the biggest way we can do that is realizing that everyone just wants to feel loved. Everyone just wants to feel valued and appreciated. So if there's arguments or fights or things that are happening, try to take yourself out of the situation and put yourself in their situation. Be reactional instead of reactive. Reactional is a person who's taken at least one minute to calm their mind, evaluate the situation, and then approach it with love and kindness. A reactive person throws everything out the window, puts up their fists, and they're ready to fight. It is a bloodbath. Nothing is ever solved in a bloodbath. Everybody walks away injured. Everybody walks away worse off. So you get to decide, am I going to be a reactive person or a reactional person? Am I going to walk away scarred, injured, not a winner? Or am I going to walk away as a reactive person? I handled that situation calmly. 
I knew that this person was struggling. I knew that this person needed more love and attention and just understanding. I was able to change the energy in the conversation. I knew it was a heated conversation and I was able to be reactional, evaluate, and take the time to communicate in an affecting way that got results. So that is my message for you. Pay attention to people. Take your power back. I love you and I hope you have a beautiful day. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you are wanting to dive deeper and find your tribe of women, I encourage you to join my private Facebook group. Today she is transformational coaching for women leaders. If you want additional information, you can find me on my website, todaysheis.com. You can also purchase my book that's now on Amazon, Becoming God's Daughter, A Journey to Discovering Your Divine Worth. I cannot wait for you to awaken the power within.